Hey, hey, hey. Reporting live from a beach in Spain. I should know what beach this is. Let me look at it right now. Playa de Santa Carolina. Um, so I just walked down here. It's like 9.30 in the morning here in Spain. And yeah, decided to make one of these. I I lied to you all when I said that I was going to make like three in a weekend. It was just, it was out of my scope, my scope of capacity to make three in three days. I'm just not that powerful. And I also lied because I'm here in Spain and I don't have the book, The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. Coelho. Um, so I can't, well, I guess I could maybe from memory, but I like to read little excerpts and like have the book on me when I do these. So this is obviously not for The Alchemist. This is for a book called Watchmen, um, which is, which is different than just like a regular book. It's actually something I didn't know about this going into it. It is 12 comic books and they tell one cohesive story. So I, I have like the, I obviously didn't buy 12 different comic books. I bought the, the Watchmen. Um, on the front here, it says one of Time Magazine's 100 best novels. So there's that. It's the winner of the Hugo Award. I guess it's part of the DC universe. I didn't even see that on it when I first opened it either. DC Comics. There you go. I literally didn't know until I'm looking at it right now and I'm reading it. That is crazy. Let me... Okay, so it is a comic book. I would recommend this book. I liked this book. It's weird calling it a book, but it is. Um... Time even calls it a novel. It's so interesting. Um, I would recommend this if you're into comic books. Or even if you're not, I feel like this is a good... I had never read a comic book before, honestly. This is a good... Well, I don't really have anything else to base it off of. But I liked, I liked my first comic book reading. It definitely is different than just a regular schmegular book. Um, but we can get into that. So yeah, I recommend it. I don't know. It's it's good. The story's good. The story's compelling. Um, but yeah, I loved. So Alan Moore is the the author. He's the one that. Wait, what does it call him? The writer, and then Dave Gibbons is the illustrator slash letterer. And honestly, Dave Gibbons did such a good job like it's crazy because every like every panel in the comic book looks good which I feel like is hard to do and I'm like how long did it take him to do all of these because each comic book each of the 12 littler comic books are made up of 28 pages of comics and then there's like four pages 
um, on the back. They're called the black and white pages. And they're like more full of words. But like 28 pages, 28 times nine, because each page has nine panels. Literally, I don't know, but it's a lot. Let me see if I could do that math right now in my brain. Mm. 252. <laughs> let me, let me, get my calculator, I'm so embarrassed. 252, it was 252, wow. Wait, I'm so proud of myself. Anyway, um, let me talk a little bit about what this book is. I also, when I listen back, because I listen to my own podcasts to see what I don't like about myself, and one thing that I do is I yell anyway, and I say, um, really loud. So I'm going to try not to do either of those things. I know I just yelled anyway really loud, but I'm going to try, I'm going to try to change. We've come a long way, I think, since our first podcast together where I was saying, um, like every other word, but anyway, see, I said anyway, but I didn't know. So the story is, it's obviously superheroes, it's DC comics, but the superheroes are kind of like not super, like it's just regular schmegular people who dress up and they're, because they're regular schmegular people, they also have a lot of issues, like human issues affect them all. There's like one, there's one character who was involved in like this accident and was given like godlike power and, but he also like lost his, his humanity really. He doesn't like have emotion. So aside from him, everybody else is like deeply flawed superheroes and this was written in the 80s the time of the cold war and i feel like there's a lot to unpack from that like you it's definitely a product of its time i'm sure comic books were also bigger at the time too because who reads a comic book right now literally no idea so yeah Reading a comic book is interesting because I feel like for me, I just want to read the words and I forget, I forget to look at the pictures. Like there's a part here toward the end where I think in the pictures, somebody slips these three guys, maybe it's like poison or something. And the dialogue obviously doesn't say anything about the poison because it's supposed to be in secret. It's kind of like visual irony like that. So I, uh, <laughs> at the end of the chapter, I was like, wait, did those three guys die? Like, and I still don't really know because I, I didn't, I'm not very good at like looking at the pictures and like digesting what's going on in each picture. Um, my eyes just kind of like flutter over, over what's going on. Um, but anyway, the story is... Sorry, there's this sand motor coming by and I'm alive. There's this group called the Watchmen. They are like the typical crime fighter people. Their predecessors, there's like a different group. There's the Watchmen and then before them, there were the Minutemen. I think they were like in the 40s. The Minutemen were, were the ones stopping the crime. And the Watchmen... World War Three, 
they think is about to happen. See, it's another like product of its time, yada, yada, yada. It's obviously after World War II, and they think that because of the invasions in Afghanistan um, and things going on, that World War III is inevitable. And so they're trying to figure out a way how to stop it while they're each all going through their own thing. One thing I wish about this, one of the things on the back says, uh, remarkable, the would-be heroes of Watchmen have, I'm sorry, I just said things on the back here. It's one of the reviews, this is from the New York Times book review, it says, remarkable, the would-be heroes of Watchmen have staggeringly complex psychological profiles. So it each character is obviously very different. Another thing is that I don't feel like I could connect with the character because I forget what the characters look like. My, I don't know. I like. I obviously know what the main guy Rorschach looks like because he wears a mask. But then I don't know. There's like all these just regular looking people, and I'm supposed to remember who they are while also reading their words. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. That's just totally a me, my fault thing. Um, but because each of them have like that deep psychoanalysis um, going on, I feel like the first like half, maybe even more, the first like six or seven comics are just backstories on like each of them and like how they got there and. Um, what they're doing now. It isn't until, like, the last... Maybe it isn't even until, like, chapter 10, 9 or 10, where things start ramping up and the story starts coming together with all the characters. Um, so I wish it, like, delved into the story a little bit more, but I don't know. Because each comic had, like, a set number of panels, it's also very impressive that you get that amount of depth in each character with what's given. And there's even some panels that are completely dia dialogueless <laughs> without any dialogue. So it's like, it's very brilliantly done, I think. Like, that he, that they, I guess, Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons are able to convey the story in that, like, finite amount of panels. I think in my last review of Radical Candor by Kim Scott. I was talking about how I thought the the publisher might have made it so that they had to hit like 250, 280 pages before they were allowed to publish it. This is like the opposite. Like there's, it's like, hey, there's only 12 comics and each comic has 28 panels fit in this elaborate story. And he does. Um, so you get to know each of the characters pretty well. They're very, very flawed. And like, at the end, the whole like conflict at the end is how are we gonna stop this world war from happening? And one of them has an idea that we need to bring, bring people together. And to bring people together, you need tragedy. And so, um, yeah, they they kill a lot of people. I'm not spoiling how, but a lot of people die, and um, it brings the world together to prevent World War Three. So it's kind of like 
I don't know. It's kind of like the trolley, the trolley scenario. It's like, do you save what might happen by killing these people? Or do you just step away from it and then World War III may be inevitable? So, I don't know. Super interesting, thought-provoking for sure. I do... I mean, I don't know. Maybe I just need to like go back and reread it because I didn't process all the pictures. <laughs> um, but yeah, it felt like the story, like that story that I just said, like took place in the last two chapters. Also, something that's super interesting that there's a comic, like, woven throughout this comic. It's about like pirates, and and yeah, all this stuff. It's, like, woven in and out. So I don't know what, like, the purpose of that was. I also feel like the ending, it, it focuses on on one of the characters. I think her name is Laurel. Laurel and her mom. And she just goes up to him. And she goes up to her and is like, I don't know, it's, like, just three panels. Like, hey, mom, I figured out this big thing and the mom's like oh my gosh and then Laurel's like okay gotta go so that might have been a little irk but that's all really to say on this I don't want to spoil it it is beautifully done though like like beautifully done you could just look at these pictures all day long I'm definitely glad that I, I'm definitely glad that I read it. I wish I had more, like, excerpts to read, you know? But the excerpts aren't really excerpts. They're just, like, quotes or just, like, thought bubbles from the characters. They're not really, like, that substantive. Um, so I think I'll just end here. Kind of crazy. Go and read it. Let me know. Okay, here's one thing that I'll just read. I'll just end with real quick. I was flipping through trying to find trying to find a good something to, to read. It says, so this is in one of the black and white pages. There's, which, I don't know, it's so hard to explain. They could be like excerpts of magazines or um, cases. Or it's not a comic. The end of the comic is not a comic. It's just like written. It's almost written like a textbook. Anyway, this is coming from one of those. I think it's on chapter, the end of chapter seven. Chapter seven is the one that uh, talks about one of the superheroes, Night, Night Owl, except Night, like N-I-T-E, I guess. Anyway, at the end here it says, is it possible I wanted to study a bird so closely to observe and catalog its peculiarities in such minute detail that it becomes invisible? Is it possible that while fastidiously celebrating the span of its wings or the length of its tarsus, we somehow lose sight of its poetry? Um, so I think that's just kind of like, I don't know, I, I like that. Don't read. We can like analyze and overanalyze something so much that like we forget the bigger picture. So anyway, I'll leave you with this. Watchmen. Who will watch The Watchmen? That is another question that's posed in here. So that's all I got. Ciao from Spain.